How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today, we're discussing the Yankees signing the number nine international prospect in the world right now, 17 years old. I I, I think his name is it's Brandon Maella. If you know better than we do, if you have a different pronunciation, which you know is correct, please let us know in the comments. But as far as I'm concerned, it's Maella, and the guy's a freaking animal. He's a freaking stud coming out of Cuba. Um, really talented outfielder. He's a little bit older for an international signing, uh, but at the end of the day, the Yankees have done a tremendous job finding really talented players and making them um, a part of the organization. You look at Roderick Arias, the number one international prospect last year. The guy's an absolute stud infielder. A lot of really uh, great projections around him. Then Jason Dominguez um, obviously was previously in 2019, the top international prospect. Now he is a prominent part of this farm system and rising through the ranks rather quickly, and he should find his way to double-A Somerset this year, I believe. So you're looking at a player who is, you know, considered or called the Martian. Um, The Yankees have done a really good job developing some of these international prospects, and the next one on the list, Brandon Maia, we're going to discuss him, what he brings to the organization. They gave $4.4 million to sign him to a deal, which was the majority, I think it was about 82% of their international pool money. Um, So a lot of money. They invested heavily in this young player, so I'm excited to discuss him, Ryan. But before we do, how you do today, my friend? I'm doing great. You know, ultimately, when you're looking at international free agency, as you mentioned, you know, the Yankees have had some guys who have become some of their best prospects. Obviously, you have to wait quite a bit of time to, uh, you know, see how they pan out at the major league level because, again, these guys are really, really young. I mean, we said Maya is one of the older international free agents. Typically, you see them sign at 16. He's 17 years old, so he's not even 18. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm older than Maya, which feels a little bit weird to say out loud. But, um, you know, quite frankly, if you're looking at what the Yankees are, are getting here, uh, according to Fangraphs, you know, he is one of the top international free uh Pro, uh, prospects as well um you know their guys they include guys from uh japan as well so they have murakami as the top guy who has been linked to the yankees isn't going to be posted until 2025 jung ho lee of korea ethan salas who was signed uh by the padres i believe masataka yoshida signed with the red sox and then maya slots in at that fifth slot so he's the only player really here outside of salas uh who's you know an international free agent signing as a young teenager um what some of his standout tools include his hit tool you know he, he's projected to get to like a 60 grade hit tool um his speed is pretty pretty good his, his glove's pretty good he's a center fielder a 45 future value prospect which is you know pretty good it's probably going to rank somewhere in the top 10 for the Yankees in their organization um and when you're a top 10 prospect or in that category uh and you're, you're just signed that's pretty good territory to be in you know even looking at Jason Jason Dominguez or Jason Dominguez sorry uh you know the Yankees have done a really good job with making sure that their progress despite things like the pandemic despite things like you know uh, a lot of hype they've made sure that those prospects have stayed able to stay on the right track you know 2021 kind of lowered Dominguez's stock I'd imagine because it wasn't the explosive start to his minor league career you were looking for and then year two he blossomed he got all the way out to double a and if you look at his postseason numbers with the double a with the Somerset Patriots who won the Eastern League Championship they were electric you know Maya is gonna look to try to um not take that sort of leap this year, obviously. You know, he's not going to reach double A at the age of 18. That would be unprecedented. Uh, but looking to get his foot, his feet wet in professional baseball, have a strong year this year, and then in year two or three at the organization, you know, start getting, uh, you know, your licks in and getting yourself closer and closer to double A because really that's that's the threshold you're looking at here. That's when guys break out. That's when guys, you know, they make or break it uh, before they're considered, you know, top of the line prospects with major league caliber uh, tools and, and ready to make an impact on the team. Uh, obviously, you can't really project. It's, it's hard to project a teenager it's hard to project a 16 year old or a 17 year old kid this you know he could uh completely flop and i we understand that that's the risk when it comes to signing any uh international free agent but the yankees don't you know it's different with the nba it's different with 
the NFL, you know, where those guys are kind of considered franchise cornerstones the second they're drafted, the second they're acquired. Um, in baseball, it's like a, it's it's a slow process, right? And, you know, I'm very excited to see how he does in his first year in professional baseball, and I'm glad to see that the Yankees are continuing to attack the international free agent market because, as you mentioned, they've done really well in that regard. Oswald Peraza, Oswaldo Cabrera, Andre Chaparro, uh, I believe Yoandris Gomez as well, Luis Severino. You know, there are plenty of guys who, who are either going to be, be impact players or have made impacts at the major league level that have come from the international uh, free agency uh, and the Yankees need to continue to hammer that as a em- point of emphasis for the organization yeah I mean a lot of these guys I think Debbie Garcia might be another one a lot of these guys are you know rising through the ranks and ready to make a significant impact in the future and I think that it feels more so recently they've been investing heavily um, I don't know if Jonathan Lewisica was one um, out of Nicaragua um, so I'm not sure you know a lot of these guys are prominent players in the, in the MLB now but it seems like the Yankees have been investing a little bit more money and a little bit more time scouting these guys um, and, and making sure that they get the top guns. Like, they're they're signing the, a top 10 international prospect every single year and using they're, – they're not going with let's spread the money around. They're like let's pour 80% of our bonus pool into one specific player. And it seems to be working quite well because Jason Dominguez looks like a stud so far. But this is what some of the different scouts have had to say about um, Maya. So specifically, Fangraph said simply – he has a great feel for contact and swings with rotational verve, and the combination is enough to punish the baseball. Ben Badler of Baseball America says that Maya has a simple, efficient swing from the right side and a mature approach using the whole field with good play coverage, and that he makes frequent hard contact. Um, they're saying he has uncommon bat speed and power, so definitely exciting stuff here. It seems like a lot of people are focusing in on his offensive capabilities. Um, from the right side of the play, he pulls the ball. You know, Ryan, I know you're a big proponent of pulling the baseball. He's a guy that does that very well, and he has some nice power at five foot eleven, one hundred and seventy pounds. But he's also a very good athlete. He projects to be a center fielder in the future. He has range. He's got good speed. You know, good instincts um, out there and defensively. Um, and being the fact that they have him as a well above average runner is definitely a great thing. He also has a plus throwing arm, <clears throat> which is really really good. So you're looking at a player who has plus arm, good pulls, good pull rate, good you know power, good athleticism, good defensive instincts. I mean, it sounds like he's another really great offensive um, prospect, but also with some uh, projections as a starting center fielder in the future. Now, again, he's 17 years old. I'm curious to see how they get him involved, maybe at the Florida Complex um, kind of league over there. And um, it should be fun. To, you know, they have some um, some winter baseball, obviously. It's going to be interesting to see how they get him involved into their farm system and how quickly he rises through the ranks since he is a little bit older, Ryan. Uh, but where could you see him playing this year? I mean, you know, there's not really a ton of information on the kid, uh, but he is very talented, as a lot of different scouts have mentioned, and a lot of people are noting his offensive capabilities. But where do you think the Yankees can kind of get him involved so he can expedite his growth, uh, being that he is a little bit older than the rest? Yeah, so I think he starts out the same place Roderick Arias, who was their top free agent from last offseason, signed, uh, and that was with the, uh, played. That was with the Dominican Summer League. But unlike with Arias, who just kind of stayed with the Summer League and he only played uh, 31 games there, I think he has a chance to play a lot more games there. So uh, and move up, maybe perhaps to a higher level. But uh, the goal is to get him to you know uh, the U.S. and get into uh, American League, uh, not American League, uh, U.S. or uh, uh, you know affiliated ball in like Low A or uh, High A by the time Year Two rolls around. Year One is kind of you feel. Like what, she, what he's got is his first test at professional baseball. It's a huge adjustment. You know, it, it's a there's a big big jump that's taken in that regard, uh, and it's about getting him transitioned into that process, getting him transitioned into uh, an everyday role in the professional organization, and getting him comfortable with coaches and understanding that process. Year two is really that big year where you kind of look for a, a meteoric rise and kind of or year three uh, even. You know, where those two years are kind of the years where if the guy starts fi- 
you know, blowing past different leagues and, and blowing past all those levels, you're like, damn, you know, we have a really good prospect here. That's what we saw J- Jason Dominguez. Again, it took him about to year three. Uh, you know, he lost a year due to the COVID pandemic, which, you know, hopefully nothing like that happens for any of these younger guys. Uh, but ultimately, you know, year one's that kind of, you know, you hope he has a good start to his career. It's not going to tell you too much about his future. It's really year two and year three. You're looking for that quick rise to the system or, or uh, flashes of brilliance. And him being an outfielder means the Yankees have some more strength in that outfield depth. Um, you know, the Yankees have traded a lot out of their in outfield and pitching depth over the last few years. Uh, you know, whether it's the Jamison Tyone trade where they traded Rossney Contreras, Miguel Yajure, uh and, and uh, Michael Oscato alongside um, uh, alongside Diego Castillo, uh, who they let go, I believe, in the uh, Clay Holmes deal. You know, those are a lot of international free agents that they've traded. Kevin Alcantara in the, Ga- in the uh, Rizzo deal. Uh, you know, Elvis Peguero in the uh, Andrew Heaney deal. Jose Devers in the Stanton deal. Ezekiel Duran in the Gallo deal. You know, these are all guys who the Yankees have acquired through international free agency, and they've traded away. So the Yankees need to keep making sure they're replenishing their depth. Uh, Jones, obviously, Dominguez, Everson Pereira kind of lead the outfield depth, but uh, it doesn't hurt, hurt to have more, especially considering the infield is going to be looking at least to be set for the uh, foreseeable future. Yeah, I mean, this is exciting, guys. Having all these different international prospects rising through the system, the Yankees obviously are doing a great job finding them. But I'd love to hear perspectives and opinions below in the YouTube comments. Just want to give you guys an update on this specific player and what he's offering. Uh, so it is definitely exciting stuff. But as always, my friends, make sure to enjoy the rest of your day. Let's go New York Giants today. we got a big game. Um, and as always, like and subscribe. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.